This is an AMI podcast. Despite being wealthy and having the two-story houses of our American dreams, the marbled sinks, the offices with bay windows looking out at the water, their lives still lacked something. I became fascinated by the things hidden dark corners in the self-help books for hope. Maybe they just had longer hallways and bigger closets to hide the things that scared them. This is AMI Audiobook Review. On AMI Audio, I'm your host, Ramia Amudan, here with Nisreen Abdel Majid. And that weekly quote that you heard is from the book called Made by Stephanie Land. And this is uh, um, an inspiration that came out of the Netflix show that I watched recently, uh, who several people actually recommended. It's a limited series and it's uh, available with audio description. I thought that the show was incredible. And again, I go into it ignorantly, not realizing um, what it was based off of, if if there was a book in the same name or anything like that. Then I discovered slowly that people have read the book and it has been an incredible experience as well. Um, A lot of the the feedback that I've heard about the book as well as the the series on Netflix is that there's a lot to stomach. Uh, And I, I totally second that. There's a lot to stomach in the kind of content being featured Uh, the kind of experiences that are being faced by uh, the main character of the read or or the watch. And it's just, for the kind of world we live in right now, it's like taking so much of our fears, our anxieties, uh, and and putting it out there all into this story, uh, this plot, and this character development and more than one character, by the way, will uh, just grab you by the heartstrings and and put you through this whirlwind and this roller coaster of what they're going through. And it's just a lot. It's a lot to put up with. But if you're willing to check it out and take it in, uh, it's an incredible, incredible storyline. So I've yet to read the book again, but I've watched the uh, the series and it's made by Stephanie Land. Let's go through the SELA homepage. We like to check this out at the start of every show. SELALibrary.ca, C-E-L-A library.ca. And the featured books for the week are Red X, a novel by David Demchuk. It's a ghost and horror series. The Audacity by Catherine Ryan, and that's a humorous read. And The Dark Remains by Ian Rankin and William McGillwani. And this is a mysteries era and crime stories feature. Now, Nazreen, I thought we could switch things up a little bit and talk trending first before we get into some other banter. You know, it's a very special occasion. So what do you we're think? We're twisting it. Yeah, we're twisting it up. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm going to go for it. Let's do it. So in what's trending, audiobooks.com shared this week's hottest book releases. We start off with Game On Tempting 28 by Janet Evanovich, Stranger in the Lifeboat by Mitch Alborn, Woke Up This Morning, The Definitive uh, Oral History of the Sopranos by Steve Sharipa and Michael Imperial, The Extinction Trials by A.G. Riddle, Next is A Thousand Years of Joys and Sorrows by AIYY. All Her Little Secrets by Wanda M. Morris. This sounds interesting to me. In this fast-paced thriller, 
Wanda M. Morris crafts a twisty mystery about a black lawyer who gets caught in a dangerous conspiracy after the sudden death of her boss, a debut perfect for fans of uh, Attica Locke and Alyssa uh, Cole, Harlan Coben and Celeste NG with Shades of How to Get Away with Murder and John Grisham's The Firm. Everyone has something to hide. At least little John seemingly has it all, an Ivy League uh, law degree, a well-paying job as a corporate attorney in midtown Atlanta, great friends, and a for-fun relationship with a rich, charm executive who just happens to be her white boss, but everything changes one cold January morning with Ellis arrives in the executive suite and finds him dead with a gunshot to his head. Uh, this sounds very dark, but very interesting. So I thought I'd share that short synopsis with you. I have a question for you, Ramia, because on Audible on Twitter, they tweeted out, retweet if you've ever thought about taking time off work to enjoy a new audiobook. Uh, <laughs> listen. So I wanted to ask yeah. you, have you ever canceled plans with anybody to enjoy a good book? I'm pretty sure I have. And so <laughs> the the whole thing going back to my obsession with Harry Potter, the series, the audiobook series, specifically the ones being read, narrated by Jim Dale. Um, mm -hmm. I didn't listen to Harry Potter or read Harry Potter as a kid growing up, as a preteen or a teen. Like I did not get into it when it was the, the thing, right? Yeah. Um, I got into it two years ago, literally. No yeah. So I started reading and I got absolutely obsessed. And seven books, right? A few of them really, 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 really long, like 16, 17 hours of, of listening time uh, per book. So I was so hooked, Nazreen. And this is, you know, when I was kind of new to AMI, uh, just finishing school, all that kind of stuff. And I really was tempted, especially on Fridays and Mondays, to just clock it in and uh, hide under my covers and continue listening to, to audiobook. And it was the perfect time of year, too, when I got into the obsession. It was fall, where the weather is gorgeous for audiobook listening, right? You're, there's a chill in the air. You're not mm -hmm. sure about going out. And even if you are walking around, the, the thing you want to do is have an audiobook in your ears. And it's it was perfect, and I thought about it. I didn't, though. I didn't. But I did spend all my waking hours um, going through the series, and I finished it in, like, a month or something like There's that. There's no shame. There's no shame. I think that's called passion. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And if there's sick days and personal days, I think there should also be audiobook days. I don't know. I don't know. I think so too. I think there. so too. Yeah. I think it's inspired by our show. Let's make it happen. <laughs> exactly. Start that we'll petition, throw it to our boss. Right? Yeah, exactly. Um, but Nazreen, it's now, speaking of our show, 10 episodes into AMI Audiobook Review, okay? We don't yes. really have a shorthand for this yet, but it is 10 episodes in, and we've made so much progress with uh, some monthly contributors as well as finding guests, finding audiobook recommendations, going through some features that we're now finding our favorites, like the pause or play thing that we do, mm -hmm. our weekly quotes. And, you know, it wasn't long ago when it was just the the conversations we were having about starting a show, right? We were super nervous the first episode. I just remember yeah. that. But it was yeah. yeah, it's been a great progress. And I've I've heard so much positive feedback and it's been great. The whole thing, I'm so happy with it. I got comfortable. I don't know about you, but I got comfortable yeah. with it. I the first 
a couple of episodes that we did, I was super nervous because this was new to me. But honestly, it's so much fun. I look forward to Saturdays of our show. So it's yes. great. It's been great. Absolutely. And, and you know, hitting double digits, it, I know that it's not that much in, but it just feels like a milestone because now we're we're able to look back at episodes, right? And say, oh, yeah, yeah okay, no, let's, let's go. It's now the second or third time we've got some contributors on. So it's super, super fun. And we thank you for uh, continuing to support. Send in your recommendations. Call us. Give us feedback. Uh, and send in your ideas, too, because we love uh, the, the kind of ground-up feel of the show right now. And it's fresh still. This is AMI Audiobook Review on AMI-audio. I'm your host, Ramya Amuthan, here with Nizreen Abdel-Majid as well. And uh, it's time for that time of the week. Pause or play. Gonna check out a book that I highlighted in the first part of the show and ask you whether you would press pause or play on this particular audiobook. We're highlighting The Audacity by Katherine Ryan. I just love the title. The Audacity. From the star of the hit Netflix series, The Duchess, comes a brilliantly funny, fiercely honest, and dangerously astute handbook of life instruction. I've come to accept that being audacious is a gift I cannot escape. People know my onstage comedy persona or my scripted ballsy characters and wrongly assume that I must stomp around all day in designer dresses, eviscerating those who dare to cross my path. But mostly, I'm just sat eating pickles and being nice to some dogs. Whatever strangers think of me is fine with me. How audacious is that? I can always take a joke. I don't waste time worrying about things I can't control. I embrace the reality that you just can't please everyone, so you might as well just put yourself out there and have a laugh. As my mother always said, Catherine, if we all liked the same thing, we'd all be married to your father. I'm often asked how I develop my lurid level of courage and assurance and for tips on how others can match. The audacity is my chance to share my blueprint for just that. You will learn how to be the most popular girl in school, how to waste all your money on designer dogs, how to attract toxic men and keep them interested, and so much more. Secrets are my favorite things to be told, and I figured I may tell a few myself too. So why not? No matter what I do, there will always be something about me that reads as simply outrageously audacious. So, let's go around the table here. Nizreen, starting with you, pause or play on this read? I think I'd play. Uh, this is the type of cliche book that I would end up reading at some point. So, it does sound like a personality trait I want to get to know more about. But I think I'd play. Mm, okay, good. Uh, moving to one of our guests of the show, Karen. Pause or play? I think I would hit pause on that. This is not the kind of genre that I typically would read, although the description is a hoot. Um, but I have a towering book list of things that I need to read or want to read. So I don't know that this one would make the cut for that for me. You don't want the secrets to being audacious? Okay. <laughs> Next. <laughs> Teresa, pause or play? Yeah, I think Karen actually just read my mind. I would hit pause on this one too for pretty much the exact same reasons. Okay. 
Well, that concludes the pause or play feature. I would definitely press play. I recently read uh, or listened to the uh, Tina Fey book, Bossy Pants, and uh, I loved it. It was super funny. And I feel like this kind of vibe just cracks me up. I don't know what I'd learn necessarily, but I'm looking forward to a laugh uh, with books like these. So this is The Audacity by Catherine Ryan. And of course, we're checking in with Teresa and Karen, Teresa Power, Karen McKay from the Center for Equitable Library access sila as we know it and you both are uh, joining us on the first saturday of every month to kind of talk audiobooks um and really just get into a lot of different stuff including news and updates on sila but amongst that a bunch of other stuff so karen let's start with some award season chat uh there's a lot to cover here there is the camlet scene is hot in october and november and we've got some pretty major awards that have just been announced or that um, are going to be announced in the next couple of days and weeks. So lots of news. Do you want to jump right in? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Okay, so the first one is the Scotiabank Giller. So it announced the shortlist in early October, and the winner is going to be announced on Monday, November the 8th, so in the next day or two. Uh, and there's a really great mix of well-known authors and newcomers to this list. So everything from What Strange Paradise by Omar al Akkad, and he was shortlisted for a Writer's Trust and won Canada Reads, or no, he was a contender for Canada Reads in 2018. There's a, a book by Angelique Lalonde. It's her first book called Glorious Frazzled Beings. I love that title. Um, there's The Son of the House by Chaluchi on Melukwe on Obia. I hope I said that right. Uh, who won the best international fiction book um, just this year for um, the International Book Fair out of Sarja. Uh, there's one called The Listeners by Jordan Tannehill, um, who might be more familiar for for your listeners and his previous book, Liminal was named one of the best Canadian novels in 2018. And then of course, we've got the um, amazing book by Miriam Taves, Fight Night. Uh, she's a well-known author and she, this is her third um, time she's been named to the Giller Prize shortlist. So the Giller always puts on a fabulous gala. The CBC streams it live so people can sort of take part vicariously. Uh, and there's a really interesting, um, uh, pre-awards thing that ran on Thursday. It's called uh, Between the Pages. It's hosted by JL Richardson, and it's a conversation with all of the authors that have been nominated. So they they really are um, an amazing contributor to the Canlet sort of awards scene, and it's big money. It's one hundred and twenty-five thousand dollars. So uh, the the authors are definitely invested in learning who's the winner. That is awesome. Okay, so anything else in the uh, Canadian literature award scene you want to highlight? Yeah, so the Governor General's is also being announced later this month on uh, November the 17th, and we have a, a number of their books in our collection. They announce early in the morning, and then they do, or they previously pre-COVID times have done a big gala at the Governor General's residence, which I think Teresa actually attended one year. I never got the invite, but she did, so I'm not bitter at all. Um, and then we just heard from uh, the Writers' Trust, they announced on Wednesday the winners there. And so big names there too. Katerina Vermette won the uh, Atwood Gibson Writers Trust Fiction Prize for her novel, The Strangers. Uh, Thompson Highway, who's a celebrated Cree novelist, won for the nonfiction prize for his book, Permanent Astonishment. And uh, Sherry Dimeline took home the Writers Trust Angle Findlay Award, which recognizes 
um, a fiction writer in the middle of her career. And she's got um, two books that people might know, uh, The Marrow Thieves, which was a huge hit and won a number of awards. It's a uh, young adult book. And her latest one is called Hunting by the Stars. And what's really interesting about these awards is that the three sort of big name winners are all Indigenous authors, which I think is just fantastic. And then the last one I wanted to bring to your attention is the Evergreen Award. And the Evergreen is a the adult version of the Forest of Reading program. And Michelle Good won for Five Little Indians. That was just announced about two weeks ago now. She was a previous Governor General's Award for 2020. And she won uh, this book, won the Amazon First Novel Award. And it's just recently been optioned for a TV series, which is kind of great because that will bring it to new audiences so that they've hired a showrunner named Shannon Masters who's of um, Cree and Métis descent to be the showrunner which I think really helps bring an authenticity to the to the show Um, and I'm really looking forward to seeing what they do with this on the screen it's such a great book and it's so um, good I think it's a really important one yeah yeah. Yeah, we um we read this book just like a month and a half ago. Um or the September book for Kelly and Company as well as Amir Khan's Evening Book Club and um just the feedback that we've got from so many people about, you know, how hard it hits, right? And how hard the characters hit, how hard the author hits uh, all these different points of what goes on and I'm I'm very excited that it's going to be a CBC series. Yeah, she, I think, has a real gift for bringing an authenticity and a, a compassion to her characters. Like some of the stories that we read about the impact of residential schools can be quite heavy. And this one also is is heavy in lots of ways. But um, she has a real nuanced way of writing. And I think it brings a, a compassion and understanding for those of us who are reading it um, that we we, you know, we need in this time for sure. And she does it beautifully poetically delicately but also as you say it's in it's a hard-hitting book so um so yeah I'm excited for this one for sure awesome well thank you for sharing those lots of stuff to take in there and and look forward to as well so let's get to some featured books um starting with forest of reading so Teresa can you tell us a little bit about what this is yeah the forest of reading is a program that's near and dear to my heart I've been participating um, in it in, for a number of years. And it's a national recreational reading program for kids aged four to high school. And they offer 10 different reading programs and they're divided up by age group. And each age group is named after a tree that you can find in Canada. So we have the red maple group, we have yellow cedar, we have white pine. And each group has 10 different Canadian titles that can be read and voted on. All Canadians in these age groups can participate through their public library, their school library, or individually. And the winners are announced at a super fun day. It's called the Festival of Trees. It typically happens in May. And one of the great things about this program is that the winners are decided by the readers themselves. So at this Festival of Trees days, lots of kids come. Um, It's downtown, excuse me, by the waterfront. And um, they can see their favorite authors and the ones that they voted on um, as winners. So it's it's great to encourage reading um, and also just participation and to see the authors themselves. Um, It's lots and lots of fun. And for me, I don't think that these books are just great for kids. 
I've been part of the Forrester Reading Committees for a number of years as a reader. And there are books here that I've enjoyed and loved even as an adult. And I also think mm -hmm. that, you know, know what's, knowing what's happening in Kidlet is great. Christmas is coming. There's shopping uh, that may be happening for that if you celebrate Christmas. And, you know, also just like conversations around the dinner table. Uh, it's a time when we get together with family members. And so you can have the knowledge about what's hot in the Canadian kidlet sphere. So Yeah, it's, it's kind of um, still promoting and still encouraging reading together, right? Like it, it doesn't have to be, uh, I mean, of course of course, the recommended age groups or whatever. But, you know, mm -hmm. it doesn't have to be that, like you said, dinner table conversation or conversation in general about some of the stuff that you're reading. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. You know, I think there's lots of great books here where, you know, a kid and an adult can read in tandem or can read together as well. So, you know, there's lots of opportunities here, I think, for people to come together around a great book. So cool. And Teresa, we want to get to your uh, favorites as well. So let's hit it. Okay. So this year, there were some absolute standout books. I think for me, possibly some of the best books that I've ever read in terms of like the many years that I've been um, participating in the Forest of Reading. So the first one I wanted to talk about is a, a kid's book. It's called Library Bus. It's by an author called Baram Rahman, and it's illustrated by a Canadian, Gabrielle Jamard. And this book is part of the Blue Spruce programming. So that's the youngest group in the Forest of Reading. Um, it's ages four to seven. And the book is set in Afghanistan, and it's about a young girl who is helping her mother for the first time on a library bus. But her role is actually to be handing out pencils and paper to girls in um, local villages and refugee camps so that they can learn how to read and write. And this book is so great because um, it was written to highlight the struggles that many girls have in Afghanistan to get an education. And I certainly think that that's something that has been um, on the news quite a bit, uh, certainly recently. Um, so it's topical, but it's also just beautifully written as well. Um, so that would be my first pick in that category. I really enjoyed mm -hmm. this book. The second book is called That's No Dinosaur, or Is It? And it's by a really well-known Canadian author named Helene Becker. And she's really um, beloved in the Canadian kids author scene. And so this is a really fun nonfiction book. And it illustrates to kids what a dinosaur is by saying what it isn't. Wow. Readers are introduced to 10 prehistoric animals that look like dinosaurs, but they're actually missing at least one key characteristic that all true dinosaurs have. And one by one, each one of those uh, missing characteristics is added to a growing list so that by the end of the book, readers will know that, you know, what makes a dinosaur an actual dinosaur. I have to say, I actually learned something from this book as an adult. Oh. I love dinosaurs and 
I actually tested my knowledge out on a kid I know who is five years old and he loves dinosaurs too. And I totally blew his mind with this, this little piece of information that I learned from this book. And I think that this is just like a really fun way of learning. Um, it's very playful and I think really engaging. And this book is actually part of um, the Silver Birch Express and it's for kids ages eight to 10. That's awesome. And I was going to say, it's so cool to the the way that it's written, um, you know, it gives kids the ideas of how things are written as well, if they're interested in things like that, because um, of the way that they're kind of presenting the information on the book. We're going to have to pause it there, Teresa, but really fantastic. And I'm definitely going to check out the, the dinosaur stuff too, especially because I'm coming from uh, nowhere. Like I, I I, have no idea how to distinguish dinosaurs from other prehistoric animals. So this is awesome. Teresa, Karen, thank you so much for joining us. We'll catch up with the two of you next month. Thanks so much. Have a great, great week. Thank you. We were speaking with Teresa Power and Karen McKay from Sela Library. And if you want to check out Sela and everything that they have up there, which is lots of information and so, so many books to choose from, celalibrary.ca. That's it for AMI Audiobook Review this week. We'll catch you next time. And until then, happy audiobook listening. This was an AMI podcast. For more accessible media, visit AMI.ca. Hello, I'm Sean Priest. Join me monthly for Sean of the Shed, where I introduce you to all the technology that can be so useful to us as blind or partially sighted people. Find Sean of the Shed wherever you find all your podcasts.